This program deals with themes of an adult nature and is intended for a mature audience. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. Our differences worldwide would vanish if we were facing an alien threat from outside of this world. We must guard against the military-industrial complex. UFOs, paranormal phenomena, and deep analysis of current world events. From somewhere in the desert, between Area 51 and Roswell, blasting across the planet, the Manticore Network proudly presents Fairy Facts. Because the truth will set you free. Headline edition, July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The power they took from the people will return to the people. The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. Shall I tell you what I find beautiful about you? You are in charge of the best when things are worse. Sooner or later, though, you always have to wake up. Be skeptical, but don't close your mind. Greetings to everyone around the world, and a warm welcome to another edition of Veritas at VeritasRadio.com. I'm your host, Mel Fambergas. And I sincerely thank you for joining me once again. And if this is your first time, please make yourself at home. I want to thank you, Veritas member, for making this program possible. Please subscribe at VeritasRadio.com to listen to both segments of tonight's interview and all of our material. Tonight's special guest is a veteran of this program. And after last week's show with Cliff High and our discussion about astrology... I thought it was important to bring our house astrologer back, Jeff Harmon, back to the show to decode 2012 and beyond. And I'm afraid that what astrologers see for our future is not that pretty. At the same time, we can live with it and take inventory of all the positive things that surround us. It's not a matter of being in fear. It's a matter of being informed, to be in awareness and not in ignorance. Jeff Harmon will be with us shortly. And don't forget, get MMS right from us. You never know when you'll need it. And those of you who have used it know it is very effective and inexpensive. And if you want each season's program in one place, buy our futuristic metal-cased USB drives with bonus material. Just go to the Veritas store for more information. I want to thank Cliff High 
for an excellent interview last week. I've been flooded by email, letting me know how much you enjoyed it. I've also received a few messages from people asking why we didn't discuss Hurricane Sandy, since this could have been associated to Cliff's global coastal event. First of all, I want to take a moment to let all the affected people know that we are thinking of you. As of tonight, millions are still without power, and freezing temperatures are already here. And to make things worse, another storm is approaching from the west. Let's take a moment and send powerful thoughts to everyone affected. Now back to my comments about Hurricane Sandy. Here's why I didn't discuss it during the interview. The interview aired on Friday evening, October the 26th. We recorded the interview the day before, on Thursday, November the 25th at 2 p.m. Before I start any interview, I look for major headlines. At that time, Hurricane Sandy was between Haiti and Cuba. This year, we've had 19 tropical storms, 10 hurricanes, and one major hurricane. We didn't know that Sandy would become what it did. Here's another important piece of information that you may not know, and believe me, you won't hear this in the mainstream media. Did you know that in 1997, there was a hurricane simulation in New York based on data from the 1938 hurricane that hit New York? What was the name of that hurricane? Sandy. What was the name of the simulated hurricane? Sandy. Now, isn't that a coincidence? And another aspect of this hurricane that caught my eye was its trajectory. It was very similar to Hurricane Aaron the hurricane that stood still next to New York City, east of New York City, on September the 11th, 2001. Did you see the damage that Hurricane Sandy caused as a Category 1? And the media and FEMA took a proactive approach, thankfully. But in 2001, the media went silent. Hardly any TV station reported the hurricane. And it was a Category 3 So for those of you who think Hurricane Sandy was directed by exotic technology, call it HARP if you want, if that hurricane in 2001 was not disclosed, being a Category 3, imagine the catastrophe that could have ensued. If it was not disclosed, it's because those who were steering it knew it would not pose a threat, since we were actually looking at the World Trade Center towers. Some thoughts to ponder. And to get in touch with us for member support, media inquiries, you want to be a guest or are a whistleblower, there's a link for you by clicking on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And now, to our interview. This is Leo Sprinkle, and you're listening to Veritas Truth. Yeehaw! Jeff Harmon has been an astrologer for more than three decades, utilizing a variety of systems including traditional or classical Western astrology, Vedic astrology, Kabbalistic astrology, and astrolocation astrology. Jeff spent 10 years in Beverly Hills and has a remarkable client base and a data bank of thousands of case studies. Jeff has spoken to for the Institute of Noetic Sciences, 
MUFON, and the Association of Celebrity Personal Assistants. He has been a guest on Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie, The Veritas Radio Show, and numerous other radio, TV, and web shows. Now, for a more expanded bio, visit our website at veritasradio.com. And directly from Tucson, Arizona, I would like to welcome Jeff Harmon back by popular demand to Veritas. Hello, Jeff. Welcome back. How are you? Hello, Mel. Thanks for having me back. It's my pleasure. You know, as I was telling you offline, I still, even after almost two years after our interview, I still have people saying that they were in touch with you. You did some consultations for them, and they were very, very happy, and they're very excited to hear you once again, especially with the convergence of so many events that are taking place right now. What has happened in the past couple of years that you'd like to speak about? Well, a lot's happened, and um, thanks for that kind remark. Um, well, first off, you and I were speaking a while back here about what is happening right now. I, I think we're in really challenging, changing times, and we only have to turn on the news to see that. And one of the things that I have been speaking to a number of other colleagues about is this aspect series that we're in right now. Um, basically, we are in a three-year period that just commenced, basically September of 2012, all the way up until 2015, of something called a Uranus-Pluto hard aspect series. Um, astrologers typically look at when societal changes or you could say crises in society ensues and these are certainly the type of series that do that in fact i went back just prior to the revolutionary war and was examining this particular series that's going on and almost every time it happens there's either revolution war or major weather severities and we're certainly in that right now um, not that we haven't had severe weather other times, but this is a cycle that I see is definitely going to stir things up if it's consistent with history. Now, now just to be clear, Uranus and Pluto are outer planets, and I know astronomy has demoted Pluto to just a planetoid, but I, I can tell you from my research, it certainly shows up in people's charts hmm. as active, and it shows up in society as active. Um and one of the things I would tell you is this upcoming year looks definitely to be challenging. Um, no matter which political candidate ends up in the White House, I think they've got a real challenge on their plate. I mean, we don't need to have a calculator to know what kind of debt we're in, uh, what kind of fiscal cliffs we're staring at, not only the one in Washington, but just period what's stacked up. And the whole world's in crises right now. When we see the Middle East, we see weather patterns that are unprecedented right now. Um, Nassau has even reported themselves that they find this is a high period of solar activity. Um, there was a huge solar blast back in 1859. Back then, we had a few telegraph wires lying around, which basically did Morse code down the railroad lines. Now we've got worldwide internet, we've got power grids, we've got satellites, we've got a whole other world. We're basically all operating on silicon. And I can tell you, if we get those kinds of pulses, it could wreak havoc. 
You know, it's the Carrington event that you talk about, and not only you, other astrologers are talking about it, remote viewers talking about it, Cliff High talking about it. This happened in 1859, as you said, only telegraphs, but right now we have such, we're dependent on technology to operate. And sometimes, and you worked in Hollywood, you worked in, you lived in Beverly Hills, so you know how sometimes a movie can, uh, I call it predictive programming. They, they more or less plant seeds in people's psyche so that when it happens in the future, it doesn't take you by surprise. Same thing would happen with, uh, I remember with the Matrix. They showed Neo's passport showing the expiration date being 9-11-01. And like this, there's, there's many others. But, you know, you look at, at, the, at the future. Right now, there's a, uh, a TV series called uh, Revolution that talks about the United States and the world without electricity now how, how we are essentially going back to not as far as stones and uh, sticks and stones but a life without electricity and i wonder if these messages that are subliminally being placed in people's minds are because they expect something like this to happen we also talked about offline today the list of dead astronomers and just before we started the show somebody emailed me a list with 50 dead scientists and microbiologists, what is happening? Why are they getting, getting ri rid of all these people? Uh, uh, my take is they don't want anybody talking or presenting credible ed evidence. Especially from people who have a degree and come from academia, which is what people believe. But before we start, I want to just make a mention of something. To some people, this may, may be mundane and trivial, but bear, bear with me for a second. I'm talking about the sale of Lucasfilms to Disney by George Lucas. Some people may say, okay, so so what, Mel? Well, take a look at this. The company was sold for $4.05 billion when it's actually worth about $300 billion. Again, people are saying, so what, Mel? This happened. The announcement came the day when Wall Street or, or, or the stock market was closed, which hardly ever happens. Number one. Number two, the, the impenetrable news Everybody was talking about Hurricane Sandy. So why would they talk about this now? And third, a few months ago, I remember this, a conversation that somebody had with uh, actor Seth Rogen. He was having, uh, he was at an event, sitting at a table next to Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. George Lucas was essentially saying that he was very concerned about the tectonic plates and the December 21st, 2012 date and the end of the world. And they basically looked at him saying, oh man, this guy is crazy. But when you have George Lucas, somebody who's really in touch of, with what's going on and has been so success, successful saying all of this, it makes you wonder. Then fast forward now to, to uh, this week and the sale of his entire company. It makes you wonder, Jeff, if he knows something and he has a plan B, an escape plan. What do you think? I don't know. I don't know George Lucas directly, but I do agree with you. I think it's very interesting that he'd sell a company to Disney that cheap. And uh, he did sell it for a fraction of what it's claimed to be valued at. You know, I heard it was $300 million, didn't you mention? $300 billion, yeah. Right, billion, right, billion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, with a B. Yeah, with a B. And uh, when we look at that versus what he did sell it for, it's pretty amazing. You know, the only thing I can say, and I was just on the phone with a colleague on the East Coast, um, 
and he does a lot of work with software in astrology. And I'm always keeping in contact because today astrology is pretty much done on computers, but I don't trust computers. And in, in fact, you know, I grew up in the day when we didn't have computers around. And when I first started learning it with my mother, I can tell you we were using ephemerises and writing stuff out on the kitchen table with you know pencils. And it was only really in the 90s when I started getting software that would do high-quality astrology, particularly in Vedic astrology. Um, so I'm always checking, are we really accurate in the data that we have in the computer programs versus what's happening now? And today, I think astrology has really drifted from the ancient method that astronomy and astrology were one. In fact, believe it or not, uh, the logarithms that we have today were actually brought out by Newton. And uh, it's it's quite fascinating because Newton and uh, who's the other gentleman? I forget his name now, but they, they really had a lot to do with uh, astrology and astronomy and calculating algorithms and, and many other things in astrology that I don't think they're given credit for. In fact, Benjamin Franklin, we're trying to locate documents right now. He was under a pen name. <laughs> this is kind of interesting information, which was Constance Duguid. That was Benjamin Franklin's pen name, purported to have uh, put out annual and monthly astrological reports, which I thought was kind of interesting. So we're, we're pursuing that right now to see if that's, in fact, obtainable. But a uh, lot of things that I like to do is, is check what is the accuracy of our programs versus what's in the sky? Like a good example is back when the quake in Fukushima happened, also the Chilean quake. Many people have reported all the astrologies off now because the Earth was moved, you know, 10 or 15 feet, and which I believe it was. In fact, the data shows that it was. Well, I checked in with some very knowledgeable people in astronomy, NASA, etc., and that probably moved the Earth less than one-tenth of a hundredth of a degree. So it's, uh, I think it was one-tenth of a degree is what it would have been, yeah. So a degree of longitude is 60 miles. And, of course, one-tenth, I stand corrected, it was one-tenth of a minute. One-tenth of a minute was less than that. It wouldn't even be measurable in astrology calculations. You, you'd have to get a quake that would knock the Earth 100 miles before we'd even begin to see a slight measurement. And I guarantee you, if we get a quake that's 100 miles uh, knocking the Earth in its axis, we're going to be looking for a new place to sleep tomorrow morning. Um, it's going to really disrupt things. So it was kind of comforting to find that that was all accurate. But um, back to the focus here, I, I guess we're I'm seeing the world going over the next three years historically is we're in a major cycle of revolution. And historically speaking, every time I see series like this, and just so I, I clarify for anybody listening, what we're speaking about when I say a series, Pluto and Uranus tie up either in what we call a conjunction, which is zero degrees, a square, which is 90 degrees, or an opposition. Those are always considered to be the hard aspects or aspects that are difficult. And going back through history, 
every single one of them created major calamity. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.